Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, warmer days remind us of fond summer memories. Now, you can make those moments year-round with a Michael Phelps swim spa by our friends at Master Spas, and that combines the leisure of a hot tub with the exercise benefits of a pool. Now, Master Spas technology is incredible with LED lighting, beautiful waterfalls, and those super powerful water jets installed in just one day. You're going to love it. Proudly made in America. Use the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner. That's masterspas.com for up to $1,000 off. You can exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust, masterspas.com. Oh, well, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. You know, the Wall Street Journal reported this morning that 44% of economists expect a recession in the next year. Is that what you expect as well? I don't think a recession is at all, at all inevitable. And I realize more than ever that as president, I need your help. I have been reminded again that all the legislation in the world can't fix what's wrong with America. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity. New Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news. And more bold, inspired solutions for America. This is a special edition of the Sean Hannity Show. America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 311. And 324 days since your president, yes, Joey, uh, said and swore and promised and gave an oath not to abandon Americans behind enemy lines in the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan. He did along with green card holders, thousands of them, and our Afghan allies. He specifically said he'd protect them and abandon them, and they're dying and missing in action, meaning they've never seen or heard from again. I wonder what happened. I wonder what the Taliban did. Women aren't going to work. Girls are not going to school. The old Taliban is the new Taliban. Uh, but they've turned the page. Anyway, glad you're with us. 800 941 Sean. 
Uh, we did get a Supreme Court decision today. There are really five big cases that we're watching um, out of the 17 cases that are left. Uh, we're watching a case out of uh, Kentucky where a high school football coach lost his job after he insisted on reciting postgame prayers on the 50-yard line despite his uh, school district instructing him to stop. Don't pray to God. God help you. Anyway, the uh, coach claimed that it violated his First Amendment rights to free speech, free exercise of religion. The school district uh, claims the prayer uh, from a public school employee ran afoul of the First Amendment's Establishment Clause. And actually, up until I think it was the early 60s, you had two decisions within like a two or three year period that came out. And prior to that, you used to have actual the Lord's Prayer said in school and Bible reading in public schools. By the way, if you go back to the 1950s, the top problems in school were chewing gum, talking in class, running up and down the halls. Now it's drugs, suicide, fentanyl everywhere, uh, and, and everything in between. Anyway, so we're watching that case very closely. The case we got back today is Carson v macon and uh it was a 6-3 decision a big win by the way the american center for law and justice that's jay and jordan seculo's uh group uh they also participated in the filing the aclj and they'll join us at the top of the next hour um anyway 6-3 vote and um in that particular case it's a big win for school choice i'll explain that at the top of the hour the other four cases we're watching is biden versus texas which really is the remain in Mexico policy and the Trump administration's uh, policy on this, which migrants seeking asylum had to stay in Mexico as they awaited hearings. The crux of that case is whether the federal government can use discretion in carrying out the program or if, as Texas and Missouri are arguing in their lawsuit, the policies needed to comply with federal law that says migrants cannot be released into the U.S., because the country lacks the resources to detain everyone. The Solicitor General under Biden claiming during oral arguments that if the policy was needed to comply with the law, then every presidential administration, uh, according to them, I don't buy this argument, and an unbroken line for the past quarter century is, has been an open violation. Well, not the Trump administration. They forget that part. We're watching a big Second Amendment case in the state of New York. This is really an interesting case where the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association v. Bruin, it may be the biggest Second Amendment case before the Supreme Court and, and has to be longer than a decade, and the justices will decide whether New York's process for obtaining a license to carry a concealed handgun is overly restrictive. I can tell you from personal experience, it is. Uh, the current rules require applicants to show proper cause for why they need to carry a firearm. The government can exercise discretion in determining whether someone has satisfied that requirement. The result is that it's extremely difficult to obtain a license. You know, in my case, you need at least a thousand death threats, which wasn't hard to produce, unfortunately. But anyway, during or oral arguments there, the justices appeared to challenge the state's position you know, Brett Kavanaugh saying, well, why isn't it good enough to say I live in a violent area? I want to defend myself. Sam Alito, in an exchange with the New York Solicitor General, Barbara Underwood, recognized that if an applicant stated 
that the leave work late at night and have to walk on the subway station through a high crime neighborhood to get home. That person would be denied because they did not cite a specific threat. How is that consistent with the core right to self-defense? Great question by Alito. You know, so uh, I think that that's going to be that's going to be a game changer for New York. Uh, we've got an EPA case where West Virginia is suing the Environmental Protection Agency. And that issue there is whether the EPA has the power to increase sweeping rules that would overhaul industry practices and the country's electricity electricity grids to address climate change. In the Obama administration in 2015, the Clean Power Plan aimed to reduce carbon emissions at power plants. The plan was blocked by the Supreme Court in 2016, then repealed by the Trump administration and replaced by the less extreme affordable clean energy rule after the Biden administration came into power. However, it became the subject of litigation that led to the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals vacating that rule as well as the repeal of the Clean Power Plan. The Supreme Court will now review that decision. And, of course, the much-anticipated ruling, uh, and that is Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization. And this ruling is the one that led to protests outside of the homes of several Supreme Court justices, as well as, thankfully, a failed assassination plot against uh, Justice Kavanaugh, uh, sparked by the publication of a draft opinion. We still have not gotten to the bottom of who leaked that opinion, that draft opinion, by Sam Alito, if published as the court's opinion, will overturn Roe v. Wade and send it back to the states. And that case came about after Mississippi passed a law banning abortion after 15 weeks of pregnancy, going against the standard set by Roe that prohibited bans prior to fetal viability. Again, this is from 1973, understood at the time to be about 23 weeks and during oral arguments, many justices appeared interested in finding a way to uphold the 15-week ban without completely doing away with Roe. More specifically, John Roberts spoke of possibly eliminating the viability standard while still ensuring women have the opportunity to get an abortion. Well, they're going to have an opportunity either way because it will be sent back to the state. So those are the, the main cases that we're waiting. Here's the problem we have and what everybody needs to be on the lookout for. There are people out there, and how ironic, I go back. We're now in the middle of the January 6th hearings. This, the January 6th committee has totally, completely, you know, one-sided, corrupt, abusively biased. There is one opinion and one opinion only, that these hearings are to be used to bludgeon Donald Trump. And if it means uh, not examining the evidence, if it means foregoing what should be the real motivation of people on the committee to protect the Capitol from ever having an incident like that happen again. I can tell you the answer. You fortify a perimeter around the Capitol using, for example, like they use at the White House, cement roadblocks so cars can't just bash through and and around the perimeter secure locations for, for workers and, and for congressmen and women and senators to get in and out. And for the public, the general public that genuinely want to get to the Capitol, they have to go through that pro the proper process. Uh, then I would erect a fence around the entire Capitol, make it look nice, just like around the White House, no different. And if you put these things in place, you can prevent it from happening again. But they, they didn't even want to examine the fact that Donald Trump had authorized up to 20,000 troops to be 
use that day. And once he, as required by law, allows for that authorization, which he did, and we have four witnesses to that fact, and a fifth person in the room talked to Trump, admits the people around him have confirmed to me that they talked to uh, Trump. I'm talking about General Milley, chairman of the Joint Chiefs, that, in fact, they had discussions about security of, of the Capitol for January 6th, knowing we came off of a summer of rioting and 574 riots and knowing that tensions were high in the country. So they didn't even, well, once the president signs off and authorizes that, then it is up to the jurisdiction, then goes to the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, and to D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser. We now know that the the chief of police of the Capitol Police, once a new assessment came down three days before January 6th, that said the chance of violence had increased dramatically, he requested at least six separate times that the guard troops be available and called up. And yet this committee refuses to ask for the emails or the text messages or the phone records of the sergeant of arms in the House and the Senate of Nancy Pelosi. Muriel Bowser in writing rejected the National Guard troops that Trump authorized. Now, if you're going to make the case that Trump wanted a riot on January 6th and incited the riot on January 6th when he said many of you will peacefully, patriotically march to the uh, Capitol so your voices will be heard. Well, how do you negate the fact that he did his part and they didn't do their part? How do you how do you ever possibly analyze this objectively to prevent it from happening again? Anyway, it's nuts. Now we you know, are we going to be prepared this time? Because there's a group out there. Now, there have been, to date, 40 known instances of pro-lifers being targeted with violence, vandalism, harassment in the weeks following this leaked Supreme Court draft opinion. A report by the Susan B. Anthony Pro-Life America organization detailed 49 separate incidents of violence and vandalism and harassment committed by pro-abortion activists since the May 2nd leak. 47 of those incidences included the targeting of pro-life individuals, events, organizations, pregnancy centers, and churches. And there have been numerous acts of violence, Molotov cocktails, etc. And we have Chuck Schumer. Nobody seems to care about, you know, you have released the whirlwind, Kavanaugh and Gorsuch. You will pay the price. You won't know what hit you. Imagine if I said that. <laughs> what would happen to me? Well, anyway, then we had, of course... Thank God we were able to uh, foil what was a, a, a planned assassination of Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, thankfully, that never happened. There's a there's a group call calling itself, you know, demonstrations now continue outside the homes of the justices. In the case of Amy Coney Barrett, they've given out the actual school her children go to, the church that she goes to, and when she goes to church, it's unbelievable. We got a group calling itself Jane's Revenge. They're committing to what sounds like what Democrats would call insurrection if it were aimed at another part of government. A friend uh, apparently sent a, a photo of a flyer that has popped up around Washington, D.C. Uh, that says, D.C. call to action, night of rage, declaring the night the Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade hit the streets you said you'd riot. Wow. It continues to our oppressors. If abortions aren't safe, you are not either. Jane's revenge. 
Okay, have we not had enough incidences of, of violence to prepare for the, what's, what could be pending now? Anyway, we'll get into all of these cases and the lack of security and safety for our Supreme Court justices. Sounds insurrectionist to me. I don't know. Is, is Joe Biden going to authorize troops? To be called up, to be available in cities where there might be protests being planned? All right, I want you to meet Kelsey. Now, when she found out she was pregnant, well, she wasn't really sure where to turn. But after meeting with counselors at Preborn Network Clinics, well, guess what? They loved her. They supported her. And they gave her a free 4D ultrasound for her to actually hear her baby's heartbeat. When a mother looks at her child through a sonogram, it does something to you. You know, I ended up deciding to keep my son who is now five years old today. He's amazing. He brings absolute joy to my heart. I could not imagine life without him. Can you help out this great mission of preborn and maybe even in a big way? Every donation is tax deductible. They don't get a penny from the federal government like Planned Parenthood. They rely on people that believe in the sanctity of life and people in the pro-life community. Now to donate, just dial pound 250, say the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, or just go to their website, preborn.com slash Sean. That's preborn.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile, for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. On a calm October night, Michael and his wife, they were just out for a walk in their neighborhood when their life got flipped upside down or just like yours could be. Now, Michael was attacked by a homeless woman who stabbed him multiple times before he was able to restrain her and waited for law enforcement to arrive. But what happens next is why our partners at the USCCA exist. Now, while Michael was in the hospital, a detective literally charged him with assault. Now, this is the new America that we're living in. Luckily, Michael was a USCCA member just like me. He used his training, his education, and his self-defense liability insurance to stay out of jail and save his family from potential bankruptcy. If you want to learn proven ways to deter criminals, defend your family, avoid legal trouble, just go to uscca.com slash Hannity right now. You'll put in your email. You'll get a free guide put together by the USCCA and the former head of training for the FBI. Just go to uscca.com slash Hannity today. As we uh, roll along, you know, you've heard about the Colbert 7, um, and that is the capital breach by staff of uh, the Late Show host, Stephen Colbert, who's not funny. And the worst part about a, a comedian is not their politics, that when they're not funny. He's not funny. That's why nobody watches his show. Sucks. None of these late night guys are funny. They're all, Greg Gutfeld's funny. He's very funny. 
Anyway, in a letter that because of this capital security breach, they were booked and I guess arrested. Can you imagine if we had a Hannity seven, Linda, of what the reaction would be? I, it's oh, I just such, sent my staff there to, to do interviews. Total oh. nonsense. Total nonsense. If I was caught on the Capitol grounds trying to get in without a pass, it would have been major news on every I work network. for the Sean, Sean Hannity show. Oh, I'm here. I got it. my coffee. I'm doing my work. I, I'm supposed to be here. I'm just doing my job. I don't know I'm why you're asking job. me so many Hannity questions. Something. Can you anyway, imagine? Jim Jordan, Rodney Davis request, requested materials they say would help them understand how the staffers could have access uh, to the House office buildings after hours. That's getting interesting. Uh, and Biden, Biden's approval now has sunk to 32%. That's how bad it is. Joe Biden is now the least popular president in modern polling history. Washington Free Beacon now reporting Biden has earned the title. Uh, this goes all the way back to 1948. Probably the first day Joe served in the Senate, I guess. He's been, been around a long time. Uh, but anyways, if you look at 538 or Real Clear Politics, they have them in the 30s as an average, and that includes outliers that are way higher than reality. So he's, you know, 30 percentage points less than George W. Bush and George H.W. Bush. Um, he's less popular than Donald Trump, Jimmy Carter, Richard Nixon, after their first 517 days in office. And by the way, he's earned every bad poll he has. I mean, it's so depressing. I wish I had better news. There's not better news. liberals crazy three hours a day every day the sean hannity show is back on the air all right 25 now to the top of the hour 800-941-SEAN you want to join us i mean biden's support it's just dropping like a rock 32 percent now officially the the has the lowest approval rating in modern polling history going back as far as 1948 uh, which is good for if, if I mean, why would it be better? Name something. Find, please call and give me something that this guy has done right, because all I see is is this guy is a cognitive, weak, frail mess, and every decision is is filtered through the prism of climate alarmism. This this cultism that they are a part of the Democratic Party. Um, we've now seen numbers demographically Hispanic Americans. Look at the seat of Congresswoman Flores, a hundred and fifty year Democratic safe seat. She wins by eight points in in Texas, a border town. You know, look at what's happening with African Americans, Hispanic Americans, the youth vote, uh, women voters. They're all leaving Joe. We got new information today. Pew Research Center polling shows Biden standing with Asian Americans dropping precipitously. He averaged a 53 approval, 47 disapproval in 2022 data, a net positive of seven points. Uh, he won by 44 points uh, with Asian Americans in 2020, according to Pew data. In other words, 
Uh, he's lost 37 points when compared to 18 months ago. This is a free fall. Everybody sees what's happening. Everybody feels the pain. You know, and, and you know, this is what gets lost on, you know, another day of hearings, January 6th. Another day to bludgeon Trump. Trump isn't president right now. Donald Trump's not there. Um, Joe Biden is, and every American feels it every single solitary day. Now, Republicans, if they get power back, they're, they're actually going to look into the, how to secure the Capitol so uh, January 6th can never happen again. They'll look into why Nancy Pelosi, with her jurisdiction and the authorization required by the president complete, didn't call up the guard, why Muriel Bowser didn't. On January 5th, a specific intel threat assessment handed over to Chuck Schumer's office. He needs to be called in also. You know, there was a column on FoxNews.com, I think it was by Joe Concha, but, you know, in 1979, July 15th, that's when Jimmy Carter gave his Malay speech, blaming Americans discouraged by soaring inflation and energy crisis for losing confidence in the country. No, they lost confidence in him. I mean, I remember at the time there was even discussion in the country whether or not running the United States of America might be too big a job for any one person. I'm like, no, it's not. If you have a real leader, it's not a problem. Biden days ago giving his own Malay speech, you know, you know, sitting down with AP, you know, repeat, American people are really down. Their need for mental health in America is skyrocketing because people see have seen everything upset. Well, all caused by him. You know, if I hear one more administration official, Joe himself saying it now also, you know, that we've done everything possible as it relates to energy prices. No, you haven't. You need to go back and adopt the policies that were working when you became president. Start there. That's not that hard. But again, Joe Biden ran on the platform. I won't play it again. I played it enough that he was going to end it, eliminate it. Fossil fuels, it pollutes the earth. But yet he's begging Saudi Arabia, OPEC, Venezuela, and Iran to import oil from them. What difference does it make to Mother Earth where the oil is coming from? They keep, you know, Joe Biden literally said, we have a chance to make a fundamental turn toward renewable energy. Let me play this cut for you, because it's it's critical to understand there. If, if I was president and gas prices went up 140 percent in a year and a half, I think I'd reverse course. Listen, we also I'm working with uh, our team is put together at the same time. My dear mother used to have an expression. Now, if anything allows me something to happen, you look hard enough for it. Mm-hmm. We have a chance here to make a fundamental turn toward renewable energy, electric vehicles, and not just electric vehicles, but across the board. And uh, and that's something we should be. My team is going to be sitting down with the CEOs of the major oil companies this week, and try uh, to get an explanation how they justify making thirty-five billion dollars in the first quarter. And what about the years they lost billions of dollars, Joe? We we put that up, you know, we we gave those numbers out last week. It's unbelievable blaming the oil companies. You know, oil company ExxonMobil responded to his letter. He didn't pay attention to it. But you when when you restrict drilling, well what about the 9,000 leases? 
Just because it's approved lease doesn't mean there's any gas or oil there. They don't know until they get in there. And then to take off the table, any more leasing on federal lands, to take off the table, we could be getting 900,000 barrels of Canadian oil a day if we finish the Keystone XL pipeline. Anwar, a vast wilderness. It is filled with vast resources of energy, oil. You want gas, go to Pennsylvania, go to Ohio, go to all these other New York. Get New York to wake the hell up. It's unbelievable. You know, so now they keep going, oh, just buy an electric vehicle. Okay, where's that money going to come from? And by the way, what about the batteries? What about all the materials that that need petroleum as products to build the electrical electric vehicles that they love so much? I mean, it's it's Jennifer Granholm saying the exact same thing. The war in Ukraine shows the transition to clean energy is national a national security issue. No, it's not when you have the vast resources we as a country have. It's not that complicated. How much is the the average cost of an electric vehicle? You know, especially if you got to finance it at today's interest rates. How much more is it going to cost? Good grief. Buy an electric vehicle. Average, the average car on the road is 12 and a half years old, the highest it's ever been in a long time. House Democrats are teaming up with Biden to cut our defense spending. <laughs> China has now, for the last decade, been building up their military. If I had to venture a guess, I don't have access to intelligence, but I have access to sources all over Washington. And according to those sources that are involved heavily in defense issues, we have fallen behind in terms of technology, military might, military preparedness. And meanwhile, they just I read today the teaching CRT at West Point. You know, I, I'm like, what's the point? We got to teach every cadet to fight and to be able to fight in, in, in a new world that we live in with modern weaponry and technology. As they fire their hypersonic missiles. Anyway, House Armed Services Committee, new defense authorization bill cuts $44 billion proposed in the Senate bill for national defense. Great. I can't wait. Now, bad news on the economy even more. Lawrence Summers, former Obama Treasury Secretary, he's basically been telling them the whole time, you guys are wrong. It's not transitory. Inflation, a recession is coming. Now he actually said this, and I told you and have been telling you that one of the one of the great downsides of what they are doing to to stop inflation is they're going to drive the economy to a screeching halt. What do I mean by that? OK, you raise interest rates. Let's let's walk through this slowly so everybody can understand this. You, you, low, you raise interest rates like they've been doing the Fed. All right, what is the consequences of that? Oh, people with low interest rates that maybe were thinking of buying a bigger home won't buy a bigger home because they don't want to lose their low interest rate, their 30-year fixed rate mortgage, which they're not going to be able to transfer to their new home. Now they'll pay 6.5, moving towards 7, moving towards 8%. Okay, so what happens to new home construction? That'll come to a screeching halt. What happens to sales of existing homes? That'll come to a screeching halt. What will happen to home values? They will begin to plummet. And people's biggest investment will continue to go down on top of their 401ks tanking. I haven't looked at the 
Dow today, I, frankly, it's too depressing to look at every day. Then what happens when new home construction stops and remodeling stops and building stops? When What, what happens when people pay $6,000 more for the same items they bought the previous year? Well, that means they have less disposable income. Well, what does that result in? Higher unemployment. Lawrence Summers is actually saying unemployment's going to have to hit 10% if you want to win the inflation battle. So you're robbing Peter to pay Paul, and they talk about a soft landing in a recession. Uh, there is not going to be a soft landing here. And the fact that every major bank and economist is predicting the same thing, if we don't listen to it, we're just being dumb. I mean, Yellen has no clue what she's doing. The Fed chair, Powell, has no clue what he's doing. This idiot former mayor from South Bend is is clueless. Buy an electric car. Well, you're going to have to pay higher uh, uh, gas prices until we get renewable energy independence. What renewable energy independence? Can you explain to me what the hell it is? Now we're expecting brownouts over the summer. In terms of raw numbers, Summers is saying the unemployment will have to swell to 16 million from just under 6 million in May. That means get ready, 10 million more, you are going to be out of a job. By the way, if you've been wanting to get into the job market, a little advice from your friend Sean. Get in it now while you can. Anyway, uh, Biden spoke to Summers on Monday. Biden echoing Janet Yellen, maintaining a U.S. recession can be avoided. Summers is saying it's a pipe dream. He's just saying it in a nice way. So now they are considering the gas tax holiday, which, by the way, I'll take. Now, Obama said back in 2008, it's a gimmick. He's right. It's a gimmick. It's just like, you know, a month's worth of a million barrels of oil a day from the strategic petroleum oil reserves. That's a gimmick. It's a Band-Aid. 18.4 cents a, a gallon we pay to the federal government in a gas tax for every gallon of gasoline you buy. Okay, I'll still take it. I'm fine with it. But understand, this is an ele election year conversion. Don't be bamboozled by Democrats thinking that they really care about how much money you pay in taxes, because they do not at all. Now, what else do we got? We got Dem all Democrats want to talk about is the circus. You know, even George Stephanopoulos said most Americans are not paying attention to this. these hearings. They're not even... Former Democratic Senator Heidi Heitkamp, you know, concedes people don't see it as anything new because they're not. You know, in that poll, there was a poll that came out. It was interesting. Sixty percent of Americans think Donald Trump should be um, charged based on the January 6th hearings uh, with a cr crime. They don't say, well, what crime? They don't. They, nobody in America, is, except if you listen to my show, has heard that. That Donald Trump authorized up to 20,000 troops to be called up. No, this committee is not going to delve into that issue because that's not part of their predetermined outcome. But so they're not going to hear the truth. Then you get into the poll a little deeper. And here's the interesting part. Only 9% of people are following the hearings. It's just, just you know, it's, it's you can't even make this up. It's so dumb and so bad and so corrupt and so dangerous. Um. Anyway, so that's where we are. Now, we have a nonprofit advocacy agency that supports Senate Republicans blaming Democrat Senator Maggie Hassan of New Hampshire for soaring gas prices, a new spot sponsored there. This is now all going to come down on the Democrats. 
By the way, if you live in Ohio, I want you to know something about your Ohio Democratic uh, pal, Tim Ryan, and his master plan. Uh, where did I see this? this? was in the Washington Free Beacon. He basically says he's going to lie and talk like a Republican, even though he's a Democrat. He will praise President Donald Trump on trade. He'll sound the alarm about the southern border. He's trying his hardest to avoid being lumped in with the rest of the Democratic crowd. Uh, he proposed a House resolution that would designate fentanyl a weapon of mass destruction. Any Democrat running this November is going to have a tough time running with Biden as president. <laughs> so let's lie. What did Hillary Clinton say? Yeah, yeah, don't talk about those issues. We usually keep those things private and hope that the courts will do that which we can't run on. We hope that the courts will legislate from the bench, which is why they want to pack the courts, which is why they want to end the filibuster, which is why they want D.C. statehood, which is why, you know, all these proposals are out there. Unbelievable times. By the way, five major cities set to break homicide records this year. Oh, every one of them is a Democratic-run city and has been for decades. Unbelievable. What a shocker. I'm so surprised. Where are the hearings on the 574 riots in the summer of 2020? Let's see. Dozens dead, thousands of cops injured, millions of property damage. I know, Hannity. You know, there you go again. Uh, we're going to get into the safety of our Supreme Court justices and why we're not, why Merrick Garland and why Director Ray of the FBI are not doing anything about the safety of these justices. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.